Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Don't marry thinking you will change this kind of behavior. Yeah. People don't usually change that much. Mm-hmm. We believe that anything you don't like about the man you marry was there when you were dating him. You just didn't really think about it seriously or told yourself you didn't mind. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Shooter's Gonna Shoot. I am your co-host, Eric Aspera. And I'm Molly DeMillier. And we are going to be diving into a rules chapter today. Yes. It's just us two gals. We're happy to be back in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> this is the quarantine files, baby. Yeah. We are on lockdown <laughs> in New York City, uh, surviving. Oh, yeah. So this is for sure the time right into the podcast. Give us a suggestion of something you want us to watch, read, mm-hmm. check out, talk about on the pod. All um, we got is time. Yeah, we got a lot of time. <laughs> we got a, I got a lot of shows that are canceled. Molly's working from home. Uh, we got a lot. Lot to fill in the gaps. Yeah, share this uh, with a friend right now too, who might need something to do. Yeah, or is lonely. Yeah, feels like you're hanging out with your best two gal pals. Yeah. So, uh, if you have any suggestions, you can DM us on Instagram at Shooters Got to Shoot Pod, or email us Shooters Got to Shoot Pod at gmail dot com. The we information made it simple for you is below. Yeah, we made it. We made it the same across all platforms. Yeah. For yeah for you <laughs> we do this for you uh and leave a review if you haven't left a review my god we're so close to giving away money what do we need like 10 more yeah yeah 10 more Jesus. 10 more could be you could be you getting that could 300 could be you yeah just throw five stars throw something and uh i don't know other than that i think we're just gonna get into it let's do it um oh extra episodes if you want extra episodes, patreon.com slash shooters gotta shoot. We have, I believe, 12 out Yeah, now. they're 12 juicy. extra episodes, and we're almost going to be doing one per week. But yeah. we need your help to get to that goal of hitting one episode, one extra episode. And what is week. it? $5 a month? So it's either, yeah, it's either 500 bucks a month or 100 patrons. No, 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 for, for them to get the content. Oh, it's my bad. Five bucks a month. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. Five, it's not 500. It's $5. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's $5. For $500 a month, you can hear this <laughs> all you want. It's $5. Yeah. yeah, that's like less than a roll of toilet paper these days. Yeah, it's less than Netflix too. Yeah, and all that stuff. Hey, so. I li- I uh, I ride for Netflix. They are a client of mine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, keep watching Netflix. Yeah. It's pretty good. Watch Taylor Thompson special. Actually, she's yes. a good buddy of mine and genuinely one of the best Netflix specials I've seen. And we're for sure gonna get here on here sometime. Yeah, so, she's uh, supposed to do the pub, but she's stuck in LA now because no one can travel. Yeah, so check it out. Get to know her a little bit before we have her on. Get some questions ready. Yeah, for sure. Okay, all right, we're gonna get right into this. Let's so, do it. Okay, so today we're gonna be doing. A chapter from the rules. So basically the rules according to Erica and Molly. Now today we're doing chapter 17, which is actually a little bit of a game we're going to play. Ooh, I like games. (laughs) It is called Buyer Beware. (laughs) (laughs) So this chapter uh, has given us a couple scenarios and then it says the buyer beware of the scenarios within dating. <laughs> Role play. Uh, so before we get into that, we'll just give you a little bit of background on it. And we're going to be basically guessing what the buyer beware is. Okay. Okay. So the background of this chapter is <clears throat> love may be blind, but <laughs> rules girls are not stupid. In addition to doing the rules, you should be observing his behavior in various situations to decide if he's right for you. I agree with that. I agree, too. I feel like they're implying blind people are stupid, but I don't <laughs> agree with that. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, uh, the warning is basically, don't marry a ma- Don't marry thinking you will change this kind of behavior. Yeah. People don't usually change that much. Mm-hmm. We believe that anything you don't like about the man you marry was there when you were dating him. You just didn't really think about it seriously or told yourself you didn't mind. I agree with that on a few levels well or like to to an extent because I think there are things that like okay say you're married to someone for 40 years <laughs> you know like there's going to be not only things that change but just like things that come up later on in life like kids or things that right. like you just haven't encountered together and you didn't have a chance to you know get to know them on that level about until after you're married just because like they're not scenarios that you're in right I mean I've found like 
through the years of dating of just getting older so it's like I was always dating around my age range. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, okay, we're approaching 30. So like going on a date with someone that's 30, it's like, it's more common that someone will ask a question that is, I guess, more serious yeah. of like, oh, do you want to get married someday? Do you right. want to have kids? Because it's like, yeah, that stuff doesn't really change. Yeah. It's not like, what classes are you taking this semester? Yeah. <laughs> you <know? laughs> what do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Type of thing. Uh, yeah. It says right here, if something doesn't feel right to you about a man, it probably isn't. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to be miserable and full of regrets later on, you have to pay attention now. That's like trust your gut. Yeah. I mean, basically, this chapter is kind of piggybacking right off the like non-negotiables we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Which from, we did on our Patreon this week. Yes, it's on Patreon. Uh, from getting to I do. Mm-hmm. And it's essentially that list will make you be a little bit better in these scenarios of like, hey, this is happening. Mm-hmm. What do you think? What are the precautions going further? Yeah. And how does it line up with what? you've already set out that you want or like told yourself that you want from exactly. a relationship. Like one of these questions made me think of actually a non-negotiable I forgot, mm-hmm. which is does he drink or smoke too much? Mm. And I was like, oh yeah, I don't want someone that's a big drinker. And also I don't think I could ever be with someone that smokes cigarettes or the jewel thing. Yeah. I'm like I just, I, I can't, I feel like I've been with friends literally doing gigs that are comedians mm-hmm. that like constantly have to have a cigarette and take a break Yeah, and like stop the car and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, this would drive me insane yeah that's tough i had a lot of friends in college who smoked uh that's commonly when people pick it up yeah pick it up while drinking yeah uh and it didn't really bother me like that much so i actually don't know how i would be in a relationship i i think at some point it would get old well like also i can't stand the smell of smoke Oh, see, so I if the person like smells like smoke, smoke all the time, I'm like, I can't. Yeah, like I hate when I come home from a bonfire and my hair smells like bonfire. Oh, but see, I, I kind of like shower. the bonfire smell. I like it, but like That's laying on a pillow and I just smell it in my hair, yeah. it drives me crazy. It's being raised in the woods, baby. That's <laughs> <laughs> all we got, right? All right? Oh, you can light it on fire. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So, it actually addresses some of the things that we were annoyed with from this book in this chapter, okay. which I appreciate, right? right? Basically our annoyances of when it says, um, when we told you to quote, be quiet and mysterious, act ladylike and cross your legs and smile and don't talk so much on the first few dates. <laughs> we did not mean that you shouldn't think. However, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we didn't mean you were an idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. But it, it breaks down why it tells you that we told you this for two reasons. A, so you don't tell him your whole life story too soon and live mm-hmm. to regret it, and equally as important, B, so you listen. The less you talk, the more you can hear and pick up clues if he's right for you. Yeah. Which is true, I think, because men are also trained, like, ask questions on the date, get the girl to talk. Yeah. And this is basically being like, hey, you should also be doing that to that person. Do you think, though, in sometimes of, like, taking the back seat, especially in the beginning, because we've been told that, like, the way you enter a relationship is kind of like the role that you take. So, like, with that mindset... Yeah in taking the back seat and like being quieter and like not really seeming to like have an opinion on things do you think that one like it sets you up for that but then two give off the perception that you're not someone who's thinking because i think like yeah like obviously like you're not an idiot when you're going these dates you're like thinking about what they're saying but like do you think you're giving off the perception to the guy that like that you're not an intellectual person because like you're being told not to have these conversations on these deeper levels. Huh? I don't know because I've, I've been around people that don't talk a lot, mm-hmm. but you can tell that they're very smart. Yeah. That's true. So if anything, sometimes I think the people that talk less come off smarter. Yeah. Cause you're like, what's going on in there? <laughs> right. Or it's just, uh, I mean, it's a little bit of a confidence thing of like, um, you know, there's some people that it's like, they're always on and they always want to dominate the conversation yeah. and like, be like look at me kind of thing mm-hmm. and that comes off more insecure than someone that's just more reserved yeah or like you know it's kind of like yeah i talk when i have something to say yeah i don't need to just chat just to chat right but also some people with the questions they ask it's they come off very smart just because they're listening yeah and they're asking true. good questions yeah so you're like oh like there's a way to show you know about a subject by the questions you ask yeah that's true so i don't i don't think it's telling you to come off stupid i think i think it is true of just like women talk more yeah so it's kind of being like hey don't you don't have to put everything out there right away yeah. just be a little bit more reserved okay all right you want to get into some of these uh, dilemmas hell yeah all right let's do a short one uh to start dilemma 
He's exciting and debonair, but he has a dark side. You heard him scream at his family, his friends, and even business associates. What is the buyer beware? I have to guess what this, the problem this could be down the line. Yeah. Like, what is this uh, a warning of? Oh, God. I mean, just that he could snap at small things. Like, if he's yelling, if that's his reaction is just to scream at people, like, that's not good. Right. Like, would it say, like, waiters and business associates and family? It says his family, his friends, and even business associates. Yeah. I think that's just, like, that's just a total disregard for people and just like <laughs> um, kind of like emotionally out of touch and like irrational yeah i wouldn't say emotionally out of touch i think it's just more it's almost like their go-to emotion is anger yeah they're more likely to get mad about something before they like sit and think about it yeah and like at some point that's going to be at you yeah like, like when the uh, honeymoon phase is over or when all those people stop talking to him and like you're the <laughs> only one who's talking like because if someone screams at you all the time like you're not gonna entertain those conversations until so then it's just going to be you left because you got a rock. Yeah. And all of a sudden he's going to yell at you. And that's not a whole lot of fun. Yeah. I feel like we, t- I think like we talked about this on a previous episode. I said, I'm not a yeller. Yeah. Same. Like I'm more, I'm like, I will like become calm and I'll just be very like straightforward and emotionless. Yeah. So what is the buyer beware? Yeah. All what right. did the doctors check say? Let's check how we did. <laughs> these ones are not doctors oh, <laughs> these are just two women that married well um <laughs> they're sharing the secrets their mother told them they um, married doctors yeah probably <laughs> wonder what they look like though all right <laughs> okay the buyer beware uh he may yell or be violent towards you or your children oh i didn't even think about the violence thing like right i mean violence i think it maybe is a little bit of a stretch yeah but it's basically being like he's leaning more on the violent side than not yeah especially like if i mean if you really feel like it's dark there's one yeah. thing of like i'll say this all right angela might not like it but angela's a yeller okay she's not a yeller immediately she has a very long fuse but oh it's yeah. like all of a sudden if it's like no one's been listening to her all day that fuse is gonna, fuse is gonna blow up right yeah but when she has yelled, I'm not like, whoa, dark side. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, it's yeah. It's just like, she's just literally saying the same thing, but raising her voice. Oh, yeah. I mean, I grew up in an Irish Catholic house. We got some Irish tempers that are just, they're quick. And you right. say what's on your mind, then it's out. it's done. Right. Exactly. But if this is someone who's got demons that are coming out. Yeah. Like where you feel like a real flip. That's someone who needs help. Right. Yeah. Like my mom literally yells and goes, why is it that no one does it till I yell? Yeah. Oh my God. I've heard that line before. Why do I got to yell? <laughs> I don't know. You're the one who's doing it. Oh, I, no one moves till I get mad. I don't control the volume of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess we nailed that one. Boom, boom, boom. Would it like freak you out or like what would your reaction be if you heard a significant other yelling at his family? Okay. That I actually. Mm. Yeah. There's something to. I've been yelled at at my mother. I mean, mm-hmm. sorry, I've been yelled at by my mom. Yeah. Plenty of times. Yeah. Okay. Even my dad, a rare few. My dad's a little bit more calm because he'll yeah. just take something away as opposed to yell. He's just yeah. like punishment immediately. You're like, whoa, usually mom <laughs> yells a minute and then we have a chance. I just said hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in a bad mood. I'm like, we get three times with mom. We only yeah. got one time with you. That's not fair. <laughs> that was the worst. Actually, can I share this? Yeah. <laughs> so my dad's the type to just like punish immediately. He has no okay. patience. Yeah. Right. Uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> once my brother and i got grounded we both lied about where we went uh we were like at a party and i said i was going to a friends or something uh-huh. and uh he came home drunk and i was clearly drunk at this party and there were boys also staying over so Ooh. that's mainly why i got in trouble even though yeah. i was I, my dad called me i was drunk i was like i'm in the girl tent he's like what i thought you were at jordan's i was like what anyway <laughs> she got tits so i technically got <laughs> i know right nah, i'm with a bunch of boobs it's fine uh, <laughs> so uh i got home and he was like well you're grounded right but my dad would work all day, so I could take the car anywhere I wanted during the day. I would just yeah. have to fill up the gas so it was back to where it was, in case yeah. I noticed. Um, but he didn't. And, uh, <laughs> like, I went to the Syracuse Mall one of these days. and <laughs> Which is, like, very far. Right. It's an hour. That's hard. That's <laughs> yeah. far for a high school kid. Like, but I was just like, on the gas. Yeah, I was like, mom's out of town. You're not home till what time? Seven? I got time. I'm going shopping. If anything, I woke up early that day. <laughs> so I was very productive. Uh, but my punishment for my dad was, like, you're grounded. But then every night he'd come home, like, what do you guys want to do? You want to go to a movie? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought we were grounded. He's like, oh, what? well, you can hang out with me. <laughs> so my punishment was just like, oh, I guess I just hang with my dad all week. <laughs> it was very fun. Yeah. I was like, like, he was basically like, wait, if you're grounded, that means I'm grounded. That's not fair. 
Like I was going out to dinner. I was like, you know, this really isn't that bad. <laughs> Mom would be making me do like a math book or something. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's another, I guess, buyer beware. Maybe if you're marrying a, a large child, he will be a child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, might, you might have to ground him sometimes. <laughs> you control the punishments. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. But that wasn't that bad. I even think one of the times we went to the movie, we picked up my friend on the way. <laughs> he was like, call Chelsea. We'll pick her up. I was like, really? He's like, you're with me. It's fine. <laughs> it counts. <laughs> oh, that. And one time my brother was technically grounded when I wasn't in trouble. And they told him, uh, okay, you're grounded. You can't leave the house. Uh-huh. My mom was in town at this time. I come home from practice with my dad. There's a bunch of cars at the house. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what are all these cars? And, Mar- and my dad just goes, oh, Marcus has some people over. I was like, I thought Marcus was grounded. He's like, well, well, we told him he couldn't leave. And then um, I guess he invited people over. <laughs> I, I looked at my dad and I went, oh, so when I'm grounded, that means I, I could just have a party here. I could have a party here. But mainly, you know, my dad's heart. We have a little court in the backyard. They yeah. were playing basketball. And my dad's like, no, this is allowed. <laughs> they can play basketball because I like basketball. <laughs> if they were work out there. Yeah, yeah, if they were playing soccer on the court, he'd shut down the party. Oh, yeah. He, he would turn off the power to the lights and be like, everyone needs to go home. Burn all the soccer yeah. balls. <laughs> he would throw them down the large hill. I feel like you could go play soccer at someone else's house. Yeah. Oh, wait, you can't leave. <laughs> yeah. You guys going to, you want to play basketball? Come on over. <laughs> anyway, so if there's any, uh, I guess, children listening to this podcast that are grounded, listen to specifically the punishments. You might find a loophole somewhere. Oh, there's always a loophole. I mean, my brother really, he could have been a lawyer, man. Smart kid. <laughs> yeah. Smart kid. All right. Let's do another dilemma. Um, all right. Dilemma number two. You think you've found Mr. Wright except that he'd rather read the newspaper or work on the computer than have sex with you most weeknights and even Sunday mornings. Even Sunday mornings? Even Sunday mornings. Oh, my God. Yo, the Lord's Day. Who's not fucking? (laughs) (laughs) Quickie before church. Yeah, come on. Oh, my God. That's why we're ready to go to church. We just sinned. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that's so weird. It's it's Sunday morning. Even Sundays. It's like... You know your routine Sunday morning. Bang. <laughs> Bang and pancakes and yeah. out the door. I'm like, maybe it's implying no one's working on Sunday. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Um, all right. So it goes, now that you're reading this chapter, you remember that he was always a little too intellectual for your taste. You wished he were more passionate, not so cerebral. So what do we think the buyer beware is? That you're going to have a shitty sex life in your marriage. Yeah. And, like bas- not feel wanted. Yeah. Because it's also, like, those activities that it's talking about aren't, like, shared things. Right. Because, like, it's something <laughs> if, like, you get up and, like, you have your thing that you do together uh-huh. that, like, you're sharing something. Like, every Sunday morning doesn't need to be about fucking, right? Like, right, 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 right. It could be something. Yeah. Something you have together. Right. Like, even, you know, we shit on just we just shit on the church thing. But it's like, hey, I mean, I guess that, that is, yeah. could be something that's, you know, you're both religious of whatever your religion is mm-hmm. you know it says sunday but you know jews listening could be saturday temple yeah, or whatever the Sabbath. yeah 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 uh-huh. <laughs> whatever it is could be the sabbath or the friday i don't really know what you guys do but <laughs> <laughs> whatever your religious uh thing is even if it was like meditating i don't right. know if it was like oh we meditate in the morning and like we we have like you know house quiet time yeah whatever the hell indirectly you're kind of doing that with someone i guess yeah uh yeah i agree of like if the those are all activities what was reading the newspaper and like work, right? <laughs> Playing on the computer. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I guess you technically could with them just over their shoulder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are we reading? Yeah. <laughs> Type of thing. Um, what a headline. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they're, quote, more introverted activities. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's something you're not doing with them. Yeah. And you feel like it's specifically saying sex, but it's like, you know, it could even be like, cuddling i guess yeah or just talking to you i don't know and it just yeah it's like a disconnect of like okay you're doing something that isn't i'm not involved in at all right which and is okay to have your own things yeah like we we definitely i think we talked about this on the patreon or like an, another episode of like you definitely should have your own things but i think also the timing that they talk about is really important in this of like they're implying like night and like a leisure morning they're choosing to isolate themselves Mm. in something and it's saying like they're the time like there's a finite amount of time in every day 24 hours like not that much time 
and you spend like a good chunk of it at work, a good chunk of it sleeping. Like you have a finite amount of time with your partner to right. spend and like True. have those intimate moments. Where you're both like off. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. saying that you're both off, but you're not getting off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's basically what this is saying. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. Who's <laughs> yeah. got time for that? <laughs> <laughs> Mama's got needs. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, I was going to say, I think this would be even more infuriating uh, Sunday night. I mean, Saturday night. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine like Saturday night being like, oh, yeah, he'd rather be reading the newspaper or on the computer yeah as opposed to like get dinner with you or (laughs) yeah yeah, or hooking up having sex yeah um yeah i think yeah i guess uh, this uh, this is partly i think a personality thing a little bit basically i almost feel like this is being like don't be with someone that has a lower sex drive than you and especially it's written at a time that it wasn't really I don't want to say that it wasn't okay, but it was less common for a woman to initiate really any physical stuff. Yeah. yeah. But I think this is basically being like, hey, if you are going to be initiating in the future, you're going to be dealing now with rejection Mm -hmm. because this person would rather do other things and be physical with you. Yeah. So, all right. Let's see. Buyer beware. All right. The answer is... This will be a problem in your marriage if sex and passion are important to you. I feel like this is a very vague buyer beware. Yeah. But I think it's basically saying, I think it's indirectly being like, if you feel like you're the one kind of being like, hey, don't you want to have sex sometimes? That you might just just feel unwanted. Yeah. And I think it's saying that like your connection will be lost. Because like, I mean, as much as a relationship should be more than sex, like, sex is such a big part of your connection to that person yeah you know yeah. and like if you're not having it and you feel rejected by them when you try uh-huh. like that is just gonna like cause a lot of separation or feelings of like not connecting on then even being able to converse because it's like okay like if this thing is wrong like you can kind of go in a spiral i feel like of like oh my god like what is happening with our relationship right like am i doing something somewhere else yes that is making them not want to be physical with me yeah or even just like intimate in some way yeah um because i was gonna say this is this is what i think is a two-way street Mm -hmm. i you know i would i feel like if anything you know in like movies and you know all the stuff we like see in the media there's constantly this thing of men being like oh yeah i was in the mood and she said she had a headache yeah like basically it's like i feel like a lot of men that's one of their big complaints being in a marriage is like oh we don't have sex as much as we used to mm-hmm. or the whole like yeah i try and she just doesn't want to like oh she's tired and no 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 um i think that's an interesting point you bring up though about like movies and the media in general but i feel like we're just so trained as women or just a society to think that men are just animals and like always want a bone. And like, it's important to understand that like sometimes they don't. And especially as they get older, like their Their sex sex drive drive goes down. Yeah. It dies down. God, they just figured it out and like how to make (laughs) it good. And they don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, man. Their sexual peak is literally at like 15, 16. It's so annoying. Where they just get boners all the time. Yeah. And then the opposite is for women actually is approaching 30. Yeah. That's mainly why women have that settled down things. Your body's being like, Give me a baby. Yeah, put something in here. Give me a baby right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> Your body just turns into a factory yeah. and starts pumping out workers. Exactly. <laughs> like, uh, Dulce Sloan has a great bit. It's on her Instagram. Go check it out. It was from her half hour. Mm-hmm. And it said something of like, oh, you thought you were horny in your 20s. And she goes, oh, I'm in my 30s. I'm looking for a mate. <laughs> like, she's like, I'm looking for someone to mate for life with. This ain't about horniness anymore. Like, you yeah. didn't even know. Like, she was like, no one told me when I was 20, but I didn't even know what was coming. Oh, like, dear God. I was like, woo. God bless. <laughs> um, yeah. Woo, we're reaching that. All right. Uh, let's do another dilemma. Okay. Dilemma number three. He's very good looking, personable, and a ton of fun, but not as deep as you would like him to be. You are a serious reader. You tend to be analytical and you are into yoga and meditation. He likes action sports such as tennis and basketball. Action. I'm sorry. Tennis. I mean, we led with tennis on that. That's a little. He likes action. He yeah. watches competitive chess. This is also like, listen, tennis is one of the only sports that actually has been equally women and men. Yeah. Since the get go mm-hmm. of like how many people watch those matches. Yeah. So it's like. I mean, for you to basically pick a sport that most likely women at this time were playing is a little ridiculous. But it's also, like, like I, this is like my buyer beware. Be wary of the tennis, like, phenons because my ex was like a huge tennis fan. Wait, what? Like, the people who are super into it. Because, like, he will, he still does this, I think. Like, if there's a tournament being played, 
internationally and say the time that it's on in the U.S. is like 3 a.m. He gets up in the middle of the night and watches this stupid tennis <laughs> tournament. Wait, this is also soccer, though, too. Yeah. They're like, like huge soccer fans will be like, yeah, up mad early. Yeah. Or like watching it at crazy times in the night. I'm like, you are insane. That's so this funny. This is why you do I, so much cocaine. I thought they only <laughs> really put, this sounds messed up, but it's like, the, there's a big tournament in like what, Australia? I don't Australia's know. one. Yeah. There's one in London. I know Wimbledon, I think right? Yeah, uh, I believe Paris. there's an Australia one. But Probably. it's like I feel like they do make it that like the people that are the most popularly watched in the U.S. Literally, they'll schedule them at a time that it's decent to watch. Oh yeah, US for sure. <laughs> for sure. Like, I'm like, who's playing tennis at three? <laughs> no, he watches everybody. He watches the whole thing. You're well, insane. all right. Well, that's a personal thing that might bother you. I guess someone yeah. else it wouldn't. I, it would bother me if like you're turning the TV on. I'm sleeping in your bed and it's three a.m. Yeah, like, buddy. Go to the living room. Yeah. That's <laughs> well, like, no, because then you're getting in and out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> I just like that it's an action sport. <laughs> Funny. Still didn't mention soccer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then, uh, sorry, the dilemma ends with uh, you want to have a so- you want to have soulful discussions. He's more pragmatic. Mm-hmm. So what do we think the buyer beware is of this situation? Aside from, I guess, your t- <laughs> ex-tennis man. Ooh, I know the buyer beware. <laughs> I lived it. Uh, no, I think part of this is saying that, like, looks fade. So, like, you don't want to just go to someone that, like, you're physically attracted with. Because it's like he's, like, a really hot, attractive, fun guy. It's like, okay, those qualities as you get older fade. And, like, if you don't yeah. have something to connect on, what is there? Yeah, I don't even think it's necessarily in the... F- necessarily saying they're fading because the situation it's giving you is basically being like hey right now he's great looking but you don't feel like you could have a real conversation with them yeah but i'm also talking about like the super super fun things i think about like right now the like what in new york you would call like the murray chill dude like the finance bros (laughs) who live in murray hill you know (laughs) i've never heard that murray Murray chill Chill. (laughs) they are they're really fun they're super hot they're like good finance bros they're a good time but 10 years from now it's like what do you likely have to connect with that person on of like they just like to like get rowdy like have a good time and they're really attractive it's like okay when all those things change 10 years down the line yeah and everyone's like settled down you know you're not just like going out and like partying all the time maybe they put on some weight like because they're not going to the gym all the time like what else is there mm. I was going to say also finance bros uh, really like math and that's not your thing. I fucking hate math. Because <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, perks of a finance bro, they tend to be uh, actually proficient in Microsoft Excel. Yeah, they're pretty good at Excel. Like Iris, yeah. my BFF Iris that uh, worked finance, uh, yeah. upon working there, they took away her mouse for her first couple of weeks and basically were like, you can do your whole job without a mouse. Figure it out. Like it's like a, it's almost like an initiation, like a That's frat. nuts. Right. But I've watched her work a spreadsheet with just the keys. Dude, it's impressive. That's nuts. I was like, can you do all my spreadsheets for me? <laughs> like, I was like, can you teach me your ways? And then she was just like, they literally took away my mouse. I had to watch other people and what keys they were hitting and figure it out. That's it's insane. like the hardest video game. You know how many keys there are on a keyboard? Yeah. Um, but uh, I guess, yeah, basically if you're, you know, you go on a couple of dates with someone, it's like always like the conversation's first light and whatnot. And obviously attraction is part of like being into somebody. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's basically like, okay, so after a handful of dates, it's like, okay, what do we talk about now? Yeah. Like that was one of the things I really liked about Ace Benedict was like, we often would talk on the phone at night, but it wouldn't be a lot of like mundane bullshit. Yeah. Like there was once I was home, I think it was holidays, I was home. We were on the phone and something of uh, Angela Spear was getting a little jealous of like, who's she talking to on the phone? <laughs> she doesn't talk to me then. <laughs> like she walked by once, like peeked in and then yeah. like came back and sat in and she thought I was talking to Iris. I just remember we were getting off the phone and then X Benedict said, oh, we were having such a great discussion. <laughs> but there was something of like, yeah, like we could continue this another time. Yeah. So I basically, yeah, or basically it's like it mentioned like if you're a big reader yeah that like even more so it's basically like okay if you love to read and you want to talk to your partner about the book you just read and Mm -hmm. they have zero interest in hearing what you said Mm -hmm. it also is just like a little hurtful yeah it's basically being like whatever you're into if you feel like you can't talk to that person about it whether it's like more philosophical things or it'd even be like if you're a big reality tv person and you have someone that's like i can't stand reality tv or like yeah i guess makes you feel less than because that's what you like yeah, it's like, that's no good. Right. I think it's just basically, like, I think it's mostly what you said of, like, hey, looks aren't forever, and who's the actual person you're with? Yeah. And do you connect with them on a intellectual level? Yeah. This also reminded me of um, 
I think sometimes when you're like younger and especially in a city like New York, a big thing around dating is like going out yeah, and drinking a lot. And so it's like, okay, like if you're just drinking a lot with your partner and you feel mm, like yeah. you're having just like a really, really good time, like try and do something that like you're not drinking with them at yeah and see if like you connect because i think sometimes that can like mask it a little bit of like oh my god i just had a blast it's like <laughs> you were hammered you would have yeah. had a blast in a phone booth you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well that's like uh i had a date the other week that was okay and then i got drunk and then i <laughs> And then I, I was like, these- now it's a great time. <laughs> and it's like, the person, you know, it was, just, it was fine. It's not like they were a bad person. But yeah. I suddenly had way more fun being a little drunk. Because everything that's, like, kind of fun is fucking awesome when you're hammered. Yeah, right. You know? It's like... It- yeah, there's something that's like, anything that's already fun if you drink becomes more fun. Yeah. Anything that's not fun and you smoke weed now is fun. Yeah. Is like a, there's like a balance to it. Yeah. Anyway, but it was something that I later was like, yeah that was you didn't like that person you just you just you had a good time yeah but you i was like i don't care if i see this person right again right uh, <laughs> that is so true because <laughs> i was gonna say even if it's not like drinking because i have plenty of sober friends yeah but it's like say whatever activity you're doing or like you know people that are maybe ma- very outdoorsy right yeah so maybe it's someone that they like we're in a hiking group with and they start dating mm-hmm. it's like okay well if you keep doing the thing you both like together that's great but it would be interesting to be like let's do a different activity yeah. and see how we mesh yeah like uh you know what i think is a great relationship test what how you go through museums oh so specifically because i remember one of my bffs from high school came to visit and her and her boyfriend came mm-hmm. and I just was like, we were walking around. I was showing some stuff. So we went to the New York public library, right? Like I was like, yeah. it's beautiful. It's really cool to see we were right by it. But I'm yeah. like, Oh, quick stop. Yeah. These two motherfuckers stop and read every little no. standing description no. thing. No. And I was there actually with Iris. Mm-hmm. And I remember looking at Iris like, well, they're a good match. <laughs> 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 but like Iris and I were like, yo, let's, let's move. Yeah. Like, I don't got to read every description of like we, we, we took so long to even get to the main room that's just cool like i was just like this is in movies and they're cool you know like oh i love that as a test because actually uh me and uh one of my bffs bella who i talk about all the time on this and like we travel together so we've obviously been to a ton of museums together yeah in our travels and we're very different and have like different things that we would want to see in like a, yeah, yeah, a yeah. museum or like sometimes like one of us picks it out the other one has no idea what it is we break off and do our own thing and we'll like kind of run into each other in a room and be like oh like did you see this thing do you see that one yeah. it's like because sometimes it's a little like anxiety invoking if like someone is like watching you like read a plaque and then all of a sudden you're like oh my god i forgot how to read like what's, <laughs> uh, what's happening or you're like they're done before you you're yeah. like wow i guess you read really fast it's like oh, I'm, i am dumb <laughs> like damn it <laughs> Wait, can, I tell, can i tell you something else yeah uh anytime i've been on like a tour of my mom somewhere and uh-huh. it's like you get the little headphones things that you yeah. listen i've had my mom we were on a bus tour in like london <laughs> tap me pull the ear thing she's like tap me and then tells me what they just said i'm wearing <laughs> the headphones she's like did you hear they said Da-da. i'm like i'm listening to it i'm right here i'm right here listening i have the headphones in my mom does she's shit like, like well, i didn't that know too. if you missed it <laughs> that's like uh going to a live oh. show with someone too because my mom oh my god uh, yeah. i'll never forget this we got seinfeld tickets uh for my dad for his birthday or something and my brother was sitting next to my mom and she's someone who during a show will like talk through the whole thing. Like, especially like during comedy, she'll like make yeah. a comment about the joke. Be like, Oh my God. Like that reminds me. And my brother's like, it's not fucking story time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld's time. <laughs> like, <laughs> we are listening to Jerry. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. I mean like, especially comedy things. A lot of times it's the bump. You just go, Oh, that's so true. And like, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Any other stories? Save it for later. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, the buyer beware of the scenario. Is this will be a problem if you like to have philosophical conversations with your mate. Just know that he may ask you to have breakfast with him or play tennis when you're in the middle of yoga or meditating. What? I don't think that's a great. Uh, I don't understand the when you're in the middle of yoga or meditating. I think it's kind of thinking of like yoga a bit differently than we do today. <laughs> it's being like, you know, those people that do yoga that are very philosophical. <laughs> yeah. It's like it, we go to Y7. We listen mm-hmm. to like Missy Elliott while we 
flow. Yeah, I think it's just more emphasizing the part that it says, like, that he's not as deep as you would like him to be. Yeah. Like, the people you maybe are just kind of like, hey, man, have you ever thought about this? Like, something that maybe is a deeper thought or even, like, um, kind of like a dark thought, maybe. Like, yeah. even, like, conversing of, like, what do you think happens when we die? And if someone's just like, man. <laughs> one day we'll find I don't out know. i don't like to talk about those things la, 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 la. want to play tennis yeah <laughs> death Ooh, i don't know want to play tennis <laughs> <laughs> like we're not saying he's got to read plato but like can just be able to converse i think on a deeper level than like sports stats only right you know mm-hmm. yeah i don't i don't know if this buyer beware really explains it i think yeah. we explained it better yeah, I think so too. Dumb book. Let's okay. send them a rewrite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe change your thing. Um, okay, let's do one more of these type of dilemmas. Okay. All right, dilemma. We're on number four. Yeah. Dilemma number row. four. He loves you, but is often a drop annoyed by your close girlfriends, your family, and any man who pays too much attention to you. He gets angry if you don't tell him everything or include him in everything. Ooh, what a catch twenty two if he's annoyed with your friends and family and then you don't include him in those things. Yeah. That would be that would drive me crazy if someone was like, Ugh, your friends are so annoying and then I was like, going out with the girls, he's like, Oh, I can't come. It's like, I was like, Well, you fucking don't like her, so why <laughs> would I invite you? <laughs> That's someone who I think is just pretty insecure into one of those people who will just never be happy. Yeah. You know those ones where you're like you present any kind of a scenario and they're like just annoyed about everything and you're like, Well, all right, what I guess I'll just go fuck myself. Like, there's yeah. just, I couldn't win here. They hate every option and offer no solution. Yes. You're like, okay, well, yeah. what do you want to do? Those people are just toxic. Like, you're never going to make them happy. And I think because of that, like, if you're someone who is very invested in this person, like, you're in a relationship, you're mm-hmm. probably in love with them. Right. Hopefully. You're, Especially they're meeting friends and family kind of thing. Yeah. If you're at that stage. Yeah. I think that's going to turn into kind of like backfire on you of like, then you're never going to be happy. Cause like in a relationship, you want to make your partner happy. Like yeah. you want to do those things. It's like if nothing you're doing and th- is making them happy and they're not presenting solutions, it's like exhausting of like, okay, then now I just feel defeated. Mm. Or you feel like you have to choose. Yeah. That's Oof. the worst of yeah. like, Oh, we're all going out for so-and-so's birthday. And he's like, well, I don't want to go. I'd, I wanted to go to this thing with you. And you're like, uh, okay, well, now I'm being a bad friend. Yeah. And I'm choosing hang out with my boyfriend over my friend. Yeah. Who I probably don't see as often as my boyfriend yeah. or whatever the case is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this this basically makes me think of like, okay, uh, if you're to marry this person, be there forever. They're always going to be miserable at whatever event you bring them to. Yeah. That wasn't their circle event yeah like it would drive me insane to be like i bring you to a family hang party whatever it is and you're this miserable bitch in the corner and then you bring me to your family thing and i'm nice i'm talking to everybody i'm you know even if i'm not happy to be there pretending i'm happy to be there yeah i'm not gonna be a bitch just being a pleasant time yeah and the fact that you are miserable around my family and i show joy around your family is infuriating yeah like i would be like you know essentially sit there being like then stay home it's embarrassing and it's disrespectful to the other people in the room yeah like if they put on an event it's like okay like we're in an age of like when we go quote-unquote home like that's going back to my parents house now yeah yeah yeah. yeah, like it's my home my childhood home but like that would be their event their party if i just bring in this like problem that is uncomfortable <laughs> for everybody like this wet blanket yeah that's just rude and yeah. like it's, it's the same with like you have friends that you're like yeah you don't like very social situations so i'm not bringing you right or like you don't like this friend group it's like all right well then like you're not gonna get invited anymore right and like this is really bad to say but like divorce rates are about 50 percent, right uh-huh so really good friends family the people who have been in your life forever they're the ones who were there before that person and they're going to be, you want to be sure like they're going to be there after. And it's like, Big if point. you burn all the bridges with those people, yeah, like, okay, obviously this person is, doesn't care about you enough to like keep those people in your life that are important to you. So why does anything else in your life really matter to them? So like mm. if you lose them, then like you got to mend all these bridges because of this person. Like, yeah, fuck that. Right. Exactly. Right. Cause it's like, you can't blame the friend that you basically lost touch with for not really being there for you when things end. Yeah. Um, And I think women are more so about this of like, men are asking people to be in their weddings that like, they're like, I don't know, I talk to them once a year. Yeah. Kind of thing. Uh, 
and women are often type to be like, I haven't heard from you in two months. And it's like, oh, I'm busy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, so I think it kind of varies based on the friendship. Like, yeah, uh, two full moons. Come yeah, on. <laughs> my two best friends from high school are very, I don't talk to them super often or Same. see them often. But the minute I do, like, we're on the phone an hour catching up. It's like yeah. nothing passed. Yeah. But it's because it's like, yeah, because they're also driven and have their own stuff going on. Right. So they're not sitting there being like, why haven't I heard from so-and-so? What a bad friend. Yeah. But there are other friends that are more needy and would be the type to be like, hey, I haven't really heard from you or you've made no effort to hang out with me. And I think that also just partly depends on like your proximity to them. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it would be weird if you're considered my friend and we both live in New York and I haven't seen you in six months or yeah. heard from you at all. Right. It's like, all right, that's a little, right. a little weird. What, uh, what would you do if you were with someone who like didn't like your friends and like was very vocal about it? All right, you want to hear my theory? Yeah. I think it's very rare that your significant other loves your friends. Yeah, I think that's fair. Or especially all of them. Right. I feel like your significant other will probably click with maybe a few of your friends. Yeah. Of like, oh, I like being around them. Yeah. Let's hang with them. Right. Good. If they didn't like one of them, I would feel a little bit like, okay, I don't think in my life I have bad friends. Yeah. Right? All of our friends might have a quality or two that we're like, oh, that's how they are. This part annoys me a little. It's like being yeah. in a relationship, right? Yeah. You love a lot about them and you love more than you dislike. Right. But there's going to be something you dislike. Right. Right? Uh so it would basically it would be very hard to mesh any type of groups if someone's like I don't like any of them. Yeah. Same with family. It's yeah. like all right, there's got to be one cousin you like. I have so many. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'd like to think pick. I'd like to think you would like one of them. You know, like especially like I have so many around my age. Yeah. So that's the other part. It's like man, if you don't like one person that's in our like. 26 27 to 35 age range i'm like yeah. there's a lot of cousins to pick from okay <laughs> and you, spouses like right, come on pick right. one. you can pick another outsider <laughs> yeah. pick one of the not italians maybe you'll like one of those you know <laughs> like it make would, a little group and make yeah, your own because <laughs> it's like we all have people you know within our own family that also annoy us oh yeah they're like we don't click with very sure well do. <laughs> <laughs> sorry uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not annoy is the word but uh you're not close with anymore we'll you're just not say vibing. that yeah not not 100 vibing um i don't know how would you answer that question uh i think i would really have to like i mean if they didn't like any of my friends like yeah that's an issue but i would also really then start to question like then what do you like about me? Because I think my really close friends who currently right now that I spend a lot of time with, I have a lot of similarities with them, right. you know? And like the things that are important of like, we're all very driven. Like I think yeah. a lot of us also have a very shared sense of humor and like yeah. interests. So it's like, okay, those are some pretty like big things in True. any relationship. So it's like, like your closest friends. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, if you don't like these people, then you probably hate me. Or yeah. Like, what's that saying? Look at the company they keep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's actually probably a good look into the person you're dating as well. Oh, for sure. Like, especially, like, have you ever been, like, kind of starting to see someone, but his two friends are huge fuckboys? Yep. And you're basically being like, so are they a fuckboy? Yeah. And you feel like they're not, but something's being like, but what, what would he be really having in common with these yeah. other two? Yeah. And then you're like, ah, turns out I was right. That, <laughs> yeah. Like, that type of thing. That happened with someone I was dating, uh, like one of his like closest dudes uh like i could just tell he was a snake and i like knew mm. stories about him and like i just knew in my gut and then uh you know tldr the relationship went sour pretty quick <laughs> <laughs> but like i never called it out i was like yeah like I yeah. i'll hang with him but like in my head i knew mm. so that was the other thing of like i i don't know at what point i would verbalize that i didn't like a friend because i think that's really like going out there i feel like women will internalize it a, l a bit more whereas yeah. like i don't like uh I, my brother talked about this on the patreon didn't he of yeah. like not liking some of a person's friends yeah but it's like so basically being like if it's gonna be like them third wheeling with you an easy solution is just going oh you you guys just go have fun yeah just the two of you yeah because you're basically being like i'm not gonna be a big joy and i think the same yeah. would be like you know, if you didn't like their mom and they were going to like get lunch with their mom and mm -hmm. you and the mom just don't really click mm -hmm. like, okay, you don't have to go to that lunch every time. Right. You can be like, no, you have some time with your mom. But the thing <laughs> I like about that strategy too is like, say you do that five times, three, mm -hmm. three to five times. I think at some point if 
the person is like paying attention to you and like your behavior or inviting you yeah they're gonna be like there's gonna be something inside that they're yeah, like yeah, yeah. do you not like so-and-so and yeah. then it kind of then that opens the door for the conversation and then you're not like oh my god i hate sabrina <laughs> you know yeah. like well, i don't want to go <laughs> well it's a balance right because we've yeah. also had people that they're always going with their significant other everywhere they go and then yeah. that's almost a thing of like you can't talk bad about me because i'm here yeah so especially like if it's uh family yeah that's something that is a little bit like okay yeah if you're always around they can't actually ask like my opinion of you yeah or open up to me about like if there was an issue between the two of you and they're yeah. like oh yeah this is like really hard i've been dealing with this or <laughs> like it's almost like no ill can be spoken of you because you're always there listening right so i think with every relationship whether it's your friends or family um there's a balance of like bringing your significant other and not bringing them yeah because you don't want to be the person that always brings them because yeah. sometimes it's like hey yeah i kind of wanted to have girls night yeah and you're the one that's like basically not doing girls night yeah i think i i've said this before but my friends chris and Allie, have a really really good balance of this of like Mm. at this point all of us girls are friends with Allie's boyfriend chris and they all they live together now too how long have they been dating guys uh close to two years okay yeah yeah so So, like it's also not like something new and we Mm. had become when we all like met Allie and became friends with her she was starting to date him so like we've really like not known her without him right but she is really good of having the girl time and then like sometimes Chris will come meet us after or like when we're at their apartment we'll like pregame and then he doesn't go out and then all the girls go to the bar or like right yeah so it's like we still get the time with both of them but then we also like get the girl time and it's so so nice of like hitting that balance because like we do talk about things that like you know like I might say things to Allie as like a girlfriend that I might not to chris as like a good guy yeah or you feel comfortable saying in front of him yeah Mm. of like i'm a pretty open person so like i don't really care but like there are other people in the room who might or it's like kind of assume like especially when two people are together a long time it's like basically any of your information your friend knows most likely their significant other knows yeah that (laughs) doesn't bother me but for some reason it's it's something of like telling both of them in the same room yeah it's a little weird yeah uh that's even like i feel like with my parents yeah it's like i know if i tell you something dad's gonna know right like but it's just weird if like there's some things that like it's better for them to hear from the spouse and not from you <laughs> right you <know? laughs> it's like uh like we talked about like you give your parents like the pg version of something yeah you're like i'm not giving you the whole story i'm giving you enough yeah i'm giving you enough info you know what's going on but you right. don't need every detail right right mm. yeah um the one part i think we didn't really touch on is he gets annoyed by any man who pays too much attention to oh, you oh yeah which is such a like especially in a scenario of like bartender it's like they work for tips yeah like they're probably this flirty with everybody else yeah right it's kind of insecurity what's weird right because jealousy is a balance yeah there's part of you being like you should be a little bit jealous of me getting attention from another person yeah of like uh it's kind of that like claiming Mm -hmm. of like hey this is my girl i don't want anybody taking her yeah right like there's a little bit of a like I don't know. Some people find it like it, it is attractive to feel like other people want your person. Yeah. But I think it's like, how do they handle that jealousy? I think there's only grounds for them to like get, uh, I don't even know that upset is the right word, but like, I guess even like vocalize their jealousy. If like I was to flirt back or like, you know, yeah, like true, true, engage true. with it, but like mm. I can't control what someone else does. Of, yeah. Like, even like if say you're at a party and like someone comes up to you and like hits on you and your response is you know what like i'm actually seeing someone like thank you so much because like that happens in yeah. public sometimes uh-huh. and like especially when you don't know people and it's like yeah i got uh, to do that one time uh, next minute. <laughs> <laughs> nice one i've never time. done that <laughs> um like you can't control that reaction but you can yeah. control the way you handle it yeah, yeah, and like, yeah. th- I don't think someone has grounds to be upset at all. If anything, it's like you should be happy. I look good, and people like want what you got. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Right. It's a it's a weird balance. Yeah, because I think it's like what does it say? Angry. Yeah. He gets angry if you don't tell him and everything, or include him or anything. I think it's like, it, uh, I think this is kind of a beware of like super controlling. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And isolating you from people. Yes. In a way. Yeah. I think it's basically. I think it's that. And there's something to being like, if you love me, and care about me. 
then you should care about the people I care about. Yeah. Like you should understand why I care for them and be on board yes. with caring for them. Specifically, yeah. I mean, especially family. Yeah. It's like, yeah, of course I care about my mom and you shouldn't be mad yeah. if I like was talking on the phone with my mom instead of talking to you one night or something. Like, right. I'm trying to think of like a very basic example, but it's kind of this thing of like, yeah, like you said, those relationships were there before you. And they would be there after you. Yeah. So why would I burn that to the ground? Right. Um, what I would think you that's a big thing. That's I know someone that basically called off a wedding because of that. Basically, was like, really? you don't care about the things and people I care about. Wow. That and it's like it's that's not going to change because yeah. the beginning of the chapter basically is like how they are is how they are and that's not going to change. Yeah. So basically, it's like you know, especially if they're a wet blanket and never want to come to a family thing, are you okay going to all that stuff by yourself and not bringing them? Right. And or you know. Basically, the battle of, like, in-laws versus the person you're dating. Often, they do not get along or don't like each other. And it's basically, like, you're sitting there going, am I going to fight this battle my whole life? Right. Do I really want to do that? Right. Like, am I that down with this person? I mean, God, like, what would you... Like, I just... You can't really imagine it, right? No. I've never had that. I've never been dating someone, my family meets them, and they, like, hate them. Well, we also have... So I can't imagine what that would be like. We have very, like accepting parents who trust us and We'd the like decisions we make yeah you know. you know like i think they trust that we're not going to bring home like a piece of shit right you know and uh, just like what would you do though if like you didn't like whoever your dating family or parents uh, specifically i think moms and something... sisters would be hard yeah Sis- like I, mean, I want an orphan with no that's siblings the hardest. <laughs> that's the hardest to win over is the uh mother being a woman yeah um I think because the it's like you're worse. the mom and we're the taking care of them and you're looking at me like you're gonna you can't take care of my son as good as i could uh it, i think it sisters what you kind of are vicious bitches that too but it also come it all comes from a or protective candy. place like with my yeah. brother it's the same thing of like you're a smart man like everything you do is ultimately your decision like if you want my opinion just ask for it but yeah there's something to like it's that protectiveness yeah. of like i want what's best for my brother he's my brother yeah like the same way i would you know um like fast forward to like if one of our parents were widows and then they yeah. start dating you're kind of being like hey are you really gonna like take care and really love you know my parent the way i do yeah in a way um yeah Damn. i don't know it's just it's hard to imagine i've never been in the scenario that like those people don't get along or don't like each other yeah well like so. i've never met a significant other's family so, like, right you don't know yeah or, uh, yeah i've never been on the other end of like the mom hates me yeah and i don't know what i can do about it right and then you're and but same thing i think i would just sit there and be like well do you are you ready to have every dinner with that family be like how it just was or whatever you yeah know? and, and like, like is there something we can do about this yeah or because sometimes there are some people who like just don't want resolution in yeah relationships and like there's nothing you can change about those people it's like okay like do you just want to accept like this is all this is mm-hmm. and t- when we have a kid it's going to be a lot harder you know <laughs> yeah. Like, true yeah there's going to be more sharing of family time with both yeah. families you would like to think um <laughs> nana coming over is really gonna suck yeah <laughs> i mean i guess the other flip is like um how often do you see that family yeah that's so true if they don't live around where you live and it's like, all right, I got to do two holidays a year with this family. That's easier to be like, yep, okay. Yeah, like whatever. I can put up with this two times a year. But like, if they live fine. in the same town. And yeah, they want to have like, dinner every week yeah, or something. Like, God, or even let's say like once a month they try to that's get together. And yeah, and you hate being there. Yeah. It's a lot. <sighs> yeah. It's a lot. But it's like, I guess essentially it's like, how much do you love this person? Right. And want it to work for this person? Right. Because that's kind of, if that we just talked about like if we're the one they hate and i guess if it was vice versa yeah maybe not hate but just Dislike. they didn't get along or whatever yeah. it is uh we brought up like political affiliation on the yeah. patreon of like someone that maybe would like constantly start political arguments is like yeah. oh my god do you want to sit at that dinner all the time i don't no. <laughs> you know right. i feel like wow can we just agree to disagree my god like yeah everyone's still a person here you know right um yeah i don't know right into the pod if you've uh, had to go through that i feel like a lot of people do I think uh, a lot of, like, the in-law thing would depend on how your partner, like, where they fell in it. Like, if also, they were... Also, they um, back you. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Of, like, if they are Good just... Uh, it's, okay, say it's with the mom. Like, I've, like, I've dated some mama's, boy, mama's boys in my life. Like... Most boys are mama's boys. Yeah. And... <laughs> but you can, like, tell the ones that are, like, really mama's boys. And, like, yeah. they're going to side with their mother every time. And it's like, oh, okay, well... Ooh. 
it, or it's the uh, actually i think that's part of the, there's a part, chapter in this book we should get to yeah about basically like if they're they're always going to choose their mom over you kind yeah. of thing which you know part of you is like i mean i guess that's sweet but like if i'm going to be the woman in your life right. we're a team yeah like we're a unit yeah like you're not 18 anymore like i'm helping pay right. your bills now mm. not your mom yeah I, I, yeah i don't know i don't know what advice i would tell people yeah. i'm the type to be like i would confront it head on if it hit a point yeah like same. i would basically be like i would tell my significant other like me and you are going to sit down with your mother and your father yeah if it's specifically them yeah if it was a sister it would be the sister yeah. right but i would be like we're gonna sit down and talk this out yeah that i would be like i love your son i do whatever i can to care for him and stuff like i yeah. basically would go in kind of confident being like i'm a good wife or whatever i'm a yeah. good girlfriend whatever stage you are fiance yeah. but basically we like especially if it's going towards like we are most likely getting married yeah so how can we make this great for everybody yeah and i would even straight up be like you don't have to love me you don't have to call me your daughter whatever i'm not going to force myself into your life yeah i'll be like but i'm also not going to sit through these constant family gatherings being treated the way i've been being treated well yeah i think too those conversations can be a lot more productive when you come at it of like a a resolution yeah. oriented mindset of like not just like i do this i do that you do this you do that it's yeah. like what can i do better or like where do you see this improving because instead it's right. not just like focusing on kind of like that catty bullshit of like i don't like you you don't like me like that's evident so walk in of like okay like I really love this person. Our families are about to be probably together. Yeah. How? Especially if, are we planning kids? There's yeah. about to be grandkids. And I don't want to feel unwanted bringing my grandkids here to see the grandma. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Something like that. Like, just don't go in heated. Just start it resolution oriented. Yeah. Maybe actually I probably would start with, is there something I do or say yes, that bothers what, you? Or said in saying. the past that, you know, there's some type of grudge to me, especially yeah. if you don't know. Yeah. Because they might be like, you know what? You made this comment one time and it really bothered me. And I'd right. be like, well, you didn't I had tell no me. Idea. You didn't was... tell your son. Yeah. How was I supposed to know? And right. I can apologize and try to like move on from there. Right. If that was the case. Yeah. But I think a lot of times with that, it's like, a lot of times there isn't a direct reason. Yeah. But basically being like, I am just trying to be pleasant and yeah. have this be a good time. Yeah. But. Sometimes in those conversations, I feel like if you just like take a little bit of a bullet and like a step back of like almost like saying you not like saying you did something wrong but like giving them an opportunity to be like this is what bothers me yeah something then sometimes you find out like oh like you really did nothing it's like then yeah. what's the issue yeah. you really <laughs> yeah. don't have a reason lady yeah so like, when you put someone on the spot i'm assuming it's way. the mom uh, yeah, but you know could be is. the dad <laughs> yeah it could yeah. be the dad um especially if you come in going I don't want, I'm not trying to ruin the relationship between you and your son. Yeah. Like, if anything, I'd, yeah, I'd be like, I like that you and your son are tight if that's the deal. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, why do you think I like him? I'm close with my family too. Right. You know what I mean? And, right. and even then, if it was like, he got along with my family fine, I'd be like, it breaks my heart that I we aren't getting along. Right. Because it's, it's our families. Right. Like, I see you as part of our family and I don't want to like shut you out yeah. from our life, but you're making it difficult. <laughs> we just went on such a... <laughs> we are ready for the mama conversation yeah, now I'm we ready. just got to get the boyfriends i hope you're ready start a fight <laughs> uh i know we didn't even go over the solution yet we're like we know yeah we got we it know. yeah we're experts even we already got the conversation outlined yeah, <laughs> even though we've never met a family we're ready <laughs> we're ready for them not to like us ready <laughs> all right so the solution <laughs> of buyer beware <laughs> While it's flattering to be the center of a man's attention as opposed to being ignored, know that you might have fights about know that you might have fights about his level of involvement in your day to day activities. Well <laughs> we took that scenario a lot farther. His mama's gonna hate you. Oh, turns out it's just involvement of day to day activities. My bad. <laughs> we were prepping for mother in laws like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> whoops <laughs> ah shit all right <laughs> well oh <laughs> uh, damn all right well ooh, i'm like also jacked on energy I, so I i imagined a confrontation in my head and i could go run 
five miles right now. Like, I'm ready for my run. Realistically, uh, one mile, but you know what I mean. I'm going to put on some M&M. Be like, <laughs> <laughs> one shot, one opportunity. I'm going to fix your mama. <laughs> Where's my snare? <laughs> Where's the spaghetti? <laughs> Man, wow, we took that real deep level. You know what? All the other all the other dilemmas seem to be like more serious than that one, and that was we were ready. You're just not gonna want to, you know, uh, be involved in your activities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is more basic level of like when you say like, uh, "Jim is me time. I don't want you in my me time." Yeah, this is basically what that was saying. <laughs> all right. Well, huh. interesting. <laughs> oh, write in your dilemmas. <laughs> Maybe you have more serious dilemmas than this book. Maybe uh. we answered it for you on this episode. But uh, <laughs> I would be very interested to hear. I feel like. I feel like every, especially like anyone that's married uh, or at, at that like serious stage of the relationship, I feel like everyone has a like in-law or sister-in-law or brother-in-law or father-in-law story mm-hmm. that I would love to hear them. So email those in, shooters gotta shoot pod at gmail.com or you could DM us on the Instagram, but there's definitely some hot ones. Yeah. Um. Anyway, <laughs> that is our episode for this week. <laughs> uh, you can follow us at shooters gotta shoot pod on Instagram and also, the email again, shooters got to shoot pod at gmail.com. And I'm at Sperka. And I'm at the Guacamole. And this has been The Kitty's Titties. Have a good night. Bye.